here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This is why we lift all those weights in the offseason. It's WrestleMania, kids. This is the big one for those of us who cover the WWE. We're going to be going over NXT. We're going to be going over Mania itself. We're going to be going over where you can say hi to me if you want to. Perhaps have a beverage. We're going to be doing all that. Guess who's back this week? It's one Rob McCarron. Rob, there is since we're doing this early, there is no what was your favorite thing in the WWE this week. Oh, I actually, actually had an answer this time. I know you did, probably. Uh, you actually did your uh, but, uh, and you can say that in a second. Uh, Rob, what is the biggest match from any promotion this weekend? The biggest match from any promotion this weekend is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Five points for Gryffindor. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just wondering if you thought maybe Cody and uh, Omega was b- bigger. It's not. It's really not. I mean, it is uh-huh. Kenny Omega versus a New Japan Pro Wrestling mid-carder. It is, it is Kenny Omega versus Yoshihashi. It is, it is Kenny Omega versus Yujiro Takahashi. It is Kenny Omega versus Stardust. So we have WrestleMania. We have NXT TakeOver. Yeah. For some reason today, WWE decided to become an indie federation and, and book a whole bunch of matches for access, which blew my mind. They booked a whole bunch of matches for access. Now, they're not going to steal much of the thunder away from the, no. the strong independent cards this week. And we'll get into these little mini tournaments uh, culminating on Sunday with championship matches. All these poor takeover guys have to uh, have to wrestle in some instances a ladder match. And then 12 hours later at 8 a.m. on a Sunday on WrestleMania day, they have to they have to wrestle on takeover that night. Right. And then the next morning. Be up, be at the building, wrestle again in championship caliber matches. We'll see if these are six minute championship defenses or if they go, you know, 12 to 20 minutes. Uh, And then they have to get all suited up and be at WrestleMania for the entire day. Just bored out of their mind, just hanging out and catering, watching the show. Yeah, Uh, taking photos for social media and and shaking hands. Absolutely. We'll get to these tournaments because uh, they announced the cards for these tournaments uh, today. So yeah, we have uh, we have WWE running all weekend from Thursday all the way to Sunday. You can one-stop shopping if you just want to hit up some WWE and don't want to mess around with the indie stuff. Now at least you have matches and a tournament to look forward to, and in some cases some pretty high-level names. Uh although the the Aliyahs of the world and and the uh the Cesar Boninis or whatever his name is, Baroni uh is uh, is here and Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli are tag team partners again. <laughs> Yeah, and the Street Profits will be wrestling for your excess yeah. pleasure. Hell yeah, yeah, the Street Profits will be wrestling. That'll be uh, that'll be fun. You you have potentially, potentially on that Sunday morning, a card consisting of Pete Dunne, the Street Profits, and Ricochet, if all things align uh, properly. You have that potential to have a card with all three of those. Uh, that would be fun. That would be fun to go to. 
Um, so it is a crazy weekend. I, I don't know why you brought up the whole Kenny Omega Cody Rhodes thing and then just left it there. Was there more you uh, wanted to say on that? No, but I think it's the, been the best built match of any match over the over the weekend and, in terms of in terms of a big match feel. So I was just wondering sure. if you thought that it had more buzz than than Mania. I, I, I honestly don't feel it has that much buzz. I felt the Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers. You know, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi had more buzz to it. Uh, okay. And, now that's over to me, the whole Bullet Club uh, uh, implosion, yeah, I guess you would call it, is more Matt and Nick Jackson versus Kenny Omega. Like, which side are they on? Like, that's where it is. You have Cody Rhodes as kind of background music into it. And I know he's supposed to be leading this this implosion. I just don't get that feel. Like, Cody Rhodes, to me, is not the important one in this. Cody Rhodes, it's the fact that New Japan let this match happen in Ring of Honor, and they don't really care to have it in New Japan. It's not about Kenny versus Cody. That's not what this match is about, uh, or that's not what this program is about. Uh, so to me, it's hard to say that Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes. It's certainly not a match that's going to fit 10,000 people in in a building in Chicago. Especially oh, not yeah. doing it the second time. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, that is my, uh, that is my Cody Rhodes uh, versus Kenny Omega hot take, if you, if you want to call it that. Uh, what do you, we... We probably should start with WrestleMania itself, correct? I mean, we got to start no, with the let's big start event. With, with, no, we start with NXT TakeOver. You want to go chronologically, huh? Yeah, I do. All right. Well, if we're going chronologically. Well, if we're going chronologically, let's let the people know. If you're coming to New Orleans, I will be at both progress shows on Friday and Saturday. Both? For... Prog- there are two progress shows? Yes. Oh, look at you. Uh, I will be at Shimmer. I will be at Revolution Pro on uh, Friday afternoon, I believe that is. Is Tennille wrestling at Shimmer? Is she on the show? I don't think she is. Really? I think, I think that's, uh, well, I could, I'll look that up if uh, at some point. I legit have no idea, but I would think that that would be a perfect place for her. Uh, and, I mean, she's, in the, she's in the Women of Honor tournament. Uh-huh, yeah, the pre-show. For, the fan. That, yeah, it's Ring of Honor's fan access. They're not even on the main show. They're doing like a... a a uh, a festival of honor or whatever they're calling it before the big show. It's it's like ROH's fan access, and yeah. she's wrestling on the pre-show. She's not on the main card of Supercard of Honor. It's insanity what they're doing. They want to they want to have uh, you know the women of honor this big event. We're gonna put we're gonna put formerly known as Emma in this tournament, and then they don't do anything with it. <laughs> they don't do anything. Like what are you doing? Ring of Honor is a mess. Not, Sinclair Broadcasting is a mess right now. Does not appear she is on this card. That's craziness. Yeah. Poor Tennille. Poor Tennille. I'll be at NXT, I'll be at Mania, and I'll be at Raw. Okay. No SmackDown. Nope. Flying out that day. Oh, no SmackDown. You're going to miss. What are you going to miss? You're going to miss uh, Andrade Almas debuting for 205 Live. What are you going to miss on the on the SmackDown show? What, what should we be looking for on SmackDown? You know, two days. It's kind of when everyone is going home. SmackDown's always the forgotten show that week. Yeah, it was just too much for me this this time because I mean we got Nakamura last time in a kind of a that's right mm-hmm. half ass match. I think we're getting possibly probably the iconic duo. Okay, and maybe maybe some other debut there, but it's gonna be mostly the story of uh, what happened in the aftermath of the uh, of the Brian Shane tag match. Okay. Yeah, now that would be it. Um, 
So if we are going chronologically really quickly before we get to NXT TakeOver and then WrestleMania on this episode of Shake Them Ropes, what is this? 261, I believe. Episode 261 of STR. Uh, We have four different tournaments happening across the week and the weekend of WrestleMania access. Starting with the NXT Women's Invitational. What they're doing is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're having tournament matches. The winner of the tournament, the little mini tournament, goes on to Sunday morning where they will face off with the respective NXT champion of the tournament they are in. So we have the Women's Invitational for the chance to face off against Shayna Baszler or Ember Moon for the title on Sunday morning. You have Nikki Cross going up against Aaliyah, Dakota Kai versus Lacey Evans, Kyrie Sane going up against Bianca Belair, and then Peyton Hoyce going up against Candice LeRae. So no, uh, no Billy Kane in this tournament. She'll probably accompany down Peyton Royce. Um, where do you, uh, where do you look at this coming up? Uh, we're going to possibly get a Carrie Sane versus Candice LeRae match. Yeah, I, I could see, you know, then Nikki and, uh, Dakota Kai mm-hmm. fighting in that, on that other side. Yeah. And then see, I, I could see someone doing an angle where they make Kyrie Sane lose because you're not going to do this match on access at 8 a.m. <laughs> against you would whoever think not. wins. You would think not. So, so I'm, I'm thinking, Oh, what am I thinking? I'm thinking probably know. they go Nikki cross or Nikki Cross versus whoever wins the the women's match. You're thinking of selling all your progress tickets to go check out these matches is what you're thinking. Yeah, probably. Probably. You could potentially, you got Nikki Cross versus Dakota Kai, potentially. Kyrie Sane versus Candice LeRae, potentially. And then Nikki Cross versus uh, Kyrie Sane or Candice LeRae. You very well could have three matches in this little mini tournament that no one's ever going to see. You're going to have three matches that would be better than Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler happening on TakeOver. No, you're exactly right. It could be possibly women's match of, of the weekend if one of the top two matches in the Shimmer uh, <clears throat> card don't steal that don't steal that title, or if Oscar Charlotte don't. Right. I mean, you could potentially have, but they're not going to give these that much time. You wouldn't think so. There's a lot of matches happening. I mean, there, it's a I don't even what eight match card on the Thursday night, the first day of fan access. Like it's insanity. Yeah. And plus, you have you have extras because we haven't even gotten to a non tournament match that's going to happen. On, uh, I believe it is the Thursday show. I have to double check here. Yeah, you're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. Eight matches plus, they say TJP, Callisto, Jack Gallagher, and Buddy Murphy are all going to wrestle on the uh, on the show too on this Thursday night. And for the Evolve WWN Championship, Keith Lee versus Cassius Ono. It is a <laughs> WWN title match. All of this happening at the six a or six p.m. Thursday access. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's craziness. That, that, that's that's awesome. But but man, I could not see. I, I, I can't see any of these matches lasting any kind of length because they want to keep access no. kind yeah, of it's, moving. It's got to be quick. Uh, tag team invitational. The aforementioned Tino and Riddick Moss teaming up against Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. Street Profits against Cesar Bonini, Bonani, Bonono and Adrian Jauda. I don't know. I, th- that t- tag team needs a tag team name. Team Brazil. They should just call it Team go. Brazil because they're accompanied by uh, Tainara Conti. So there you go. Uh, Sanity versus the Forgotten Sons. Wesley Blake back in action. Uh, and TM61 versus Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch. That would be a really good match. TM61, yeah. Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch. Uh, that's the first round of the Tag Team Invitational, uh, potentially going up against Authors of Pain, The Undisputed Era, or 
Uh, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn might wrestle two times on this Sunday morning show. Uh, we have the United Kingdom Invitational. Leo Rush versus Buddy Murphy happening on that Thursday access. Lince Dorado. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Lince Dorado, Raul Mendoza, Dan Matha versus Drew Gulak. Evolve special. And then Mark Andrews versus Zach Gibson. That is your uh, the winner of that will go on to face Pete Dunn for the UK title uh, on Sunday morning. And then the last tournament happening on this show is the North American Invitational. You will get a number one contender to the North American invitation or North American title before the winner of the North American title. The first ever winner even happens uh, because Saturday, the finals of this tournament featuring Fabian Aikner and Jason Kincaid, Akira Tozawa and Kona Reeves, Chris Dijak versus Arya Davari, and Hideo Itami versus Wolf Gang. The winner of that will take on the first ever North American champion on Sunday morning. Uh, and that is your tournament. You're going to have Cassius Ono in two title matches. Uh, well, not two title matches, but two singles matches throughout the weekend because he's facing that uh, Keith Lee for the WWN title. And then he's also going to face Walter on the weekend. Hoss battles. All weekend. Good Lord. Cash is Ono all over the place here. Mm, uh, he's gonna they, probably, they trust him. They prob- trust him. So. Probably going to lose both of them, too. Yeah. NXT guy job into the indie guys. That is your uh, access tournament. A little special thing. Uh, more and more matches happening on these access days uh, than ever before. I got to believe. So that is your access tournament. Let's start off uh, with NXT TakeOver. You are going to the show, Jeff. Most hyped. Uh, what What are you most excited for? On the show, whether it's a match, whether it's an experience, what is it that's getting you into the building? Uh, what's getting me into the building is just the NXT takeover experience and this hot crowd. Uh, what I'm most excited to see is the Gargano Ciampa match. I know it's not going to be a technical battle, but it's going to be it has the potential to be one of those all around the arena brawls Mm -hmm. that I think can be a lot of fun. Um, because it's odd. I, I don't view uh, we said something to this effect before the rumble takeover card. Yeah. The build to these matches have not felt like there were a lot of stakes to them. And that even includes the Gargano Ciampa match in some ways. It was just, they were out there and then eventually, okay, we're going to put this stipulation on it and then we'll go. Um, But out of all those programs, it feels like that's the one with the most heat. So that's the one I kind of glom onto a bit more. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be interesting, too, because uh, we were at that Royal Rumble takeover and Tommaso Ciampa did not look anywhere close to being able to wrestle. And I know it's been two and a half months, but I don't know if he looked two and a half months away from being ready. And that's why I think this is going to be a brawl all around the place so that he doesn't have to do too much, quote unquote, you know, running the ropes right. and things of that nature. You would imagine if it was really bad, though, still, they wouldn't clear him. I mean, they cleared him for this thing. So he must be okay, uh, yeah. okay enough, uh, unless they're just clearing everyone now, like the floodgates <laughs> have opened. Daniel Bryan, you're back in the ring. Let's just clear everybody. Doesn't even matter anymore. Oh, that Chris Nowinski, soon to be cleared. Let's clear everybody. Michael Cole's going to start wrestling more because everyone's no. cleared. Everyone's Jerry Lawler back in the ring. Jerry Lawler can do the ladder match for the North American title. Now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we do have that ladder match for the North American championship. First ever North American title, the debuting EC three and ricochet in this match up against Adam Cole, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, and the Velveteen dream. It is a six man ladder match. Super 
hyped. I started with this because I am so excited for this match. You got the debuting Ricochet. You got Lars Sullivan, who poor guy missed all the Royal Rumble festivities. Like we were bummed. I was bummed anyway that we got no Lars Sullivan in action. This guy's going to go in there. And I really feel like he's going to try to break through even with the debuting EC3 and Ricochet. Everyone's going to go in there to kill it. It is going to be a phenomenal ladder match and it is going to be a weekend stealer. You think so? Oh, Um, yeah. This is going to either steal the weekend or be an absolute train wreck. Or both. Because because of the styles of all these guys not being, I mean, look, you you have the two big guys to catch people. That's cool. I can deal with it and probably just come off the ladder at some point. Lars Sullivan oh. may do a headbutt off the top of a ladder Dude, at some point. Killian Dane's taking a bump off the ladder. Yeah. It's happening. Velveteen Dream is kind of an X factor because he can, you know what, if he gets excitable. He goes a little fast. He, right, he, he can't go fast. And well, the, yeah. the funny thing is, like, everyone thinks these are super fast, uh, you know, high octane matches. And yeah, when you know what you're doing, but when you're a little fast and reckless, that could be a problem in this. Yeah, so. These are choreographed for certain spots and right. certain set pieces. Mm-hmm. These aren't these aren't, you know, natural fights using a ladder. They, they've planned out everything to to a certain extent. So if you mess one thing up, then it becomes kind of a domino effect. EC3 is kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none in terms of technical power and aerial stuff, but I'm fascinated to see how he does in a ladder match. I think Adam Cole will be fine. I think it's going to be interesting to see how his size you know, looks amongst this ladder match He's in gonna many ways. He's going to look like a baby up there against Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan, who aren't the tallest dudes ever. They're thick no. dudes. They aren't the tallest dudes ever. You got Ricochet in this match. You got EC3. He's going to look like a baby. And Ricochet is going to come off like a rock star. Oh, I would imagine so. Uh, every move off the ladder. I mean, he's doing a couple of them. You know what's happening. Now, who wins is a question to me because mm-hmm. they've had a habit of, if, if, if guys from NXT appear in the Royal Rumble, they usually debut... At the show's Mania weekend. Maybe. Maybe. I, so, I, I feel like this time you just had... I, I know Adam Cole was in the Rumble. I feel like you wanted to have a couple of uh, of surprises. Okay. And you did have both champions from the brands in there because they were the champions of the brands. I don't think it means Andrade or Ember necessarily are coming up right away. Um, I, I don't know if Adam Cole being in the uh, Royal Rumble match itself means anything for his near future. Right. Okay. Well, I, I thought either him or, or Andrade may get the call, but I think the smart money here is on Adam Cole winning and setting up a feud with Ricochet for the title. Sure. Very well could happen. Uh, Shohei Otani, by the way, home run. Shohei Otani, lighten things up in L.A. Uh, I have Ricochet winning this one. Uh, Ricochet okay. or EC3. Yeah, I believe one of the debuting superstars here are winning it. You know what? I, uh, I wrote a preview up at Voices of Wrestling. I picked EC3. I'm going to stick to the EC3 pick. I think you have a heel coming out of this one. You have Ricochet, show stealer. Everyone knows what he's about, but he doesn't have to necessarily win the championship. I give it to EC3, and you'll see him in a big-time role weekly on NXT TV. Uh, Lars Sullivan can keep going on with this thing with Killian Dane. Uh, if he wants to move on to the Roderick Strong thing, that could happen too. And uh, And maybe you go Ricochet... 
I don't know what you're doing necessarily with Ricochet unless you want to put him in the world title picture. If Andrade Almas somehow wins and Andrade doesn't go up to the main roster, Ricochet and Andrade wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I'd, I'd take that. Or you see Ricochet on Tuesday night at 205 Live. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be Why, bad either. Go into NXT, have a couple matches, see what you can do, get into the program, do your NXT TakeOver match, and then be on the main roster. What the hell? I mean... yeah. Yeah, has it has it happened like that for most guys? No, but it could certainly happen for Ricochet. Give some star power on the 205 Live. You have a big call up on Tuesday night. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with EC3 winning this one. We have another match featuring Adam Cole. The triple threat tag team match for the uh, NXT tag team titles and the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic trophy. The Undisputed Era featuring Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly because Bobby Fish is hurt, poor guy. Versus the Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Uh, Authors of Pain seem to me like a tag team that will find a way to move up to the main roster, although we've been saying that since the summer last year. I think they're not long for NXT. I don't really see Strong and Pete Dunne being a long-term solution as a tag team. I think this one has to go to Undisputed Era, which is the main reason why Adam Cole's even in the match, and they just didn't throw out the Undisputed Era from the from the match itself. Right, and, and part of my reasoning for Adam Cole also winning the North American title is that they're going to put him over as possible, you know, this two belt guy. Double champion right out of the gate. Yep, make him a big deal. So I I, I agree with you. Okay. Uh, We have Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, the rematch for the NXT Women's Championship. We saw this one at Royal Rumble weekend. Uh, I don't, it was a dud of a match, but it was a match that was kind of booked to be so. It was a slow-moving affair. Shayna going for the submissions. Ember Moon gets the uh, the surprise-ish win. Uh, is it time to take the title off of Ember Moon? This is the one that perplexes me the most because I could see them calling up either of these women. Because... Ember Moon is a character, and she's that type of character where you're going, well, she's not really doing great on NXT, but would do well because of the finisher on mm-hmm. the main roster. Sure, yeah. And then you have the option of using Shayna Baszler with Ronda Rousey in some sort of way on the main roster. I am leaning towards Shayna being champion here and Ember Moon getting called up. So I am thinking that we're going to get our Shayna baszler yeah. Kyrie Sane match for the next takeover but that we we put the belt on Shayna Baszler here. I am uh, I am right there with you. And WWE has a main roster storyline sitting in their hands if they're willing to do yes. this. Um and, and maybe it's Asuka. hopefully yeah. it's the one. Yeah. You have if you have Asuka win the championship for the SmackDown side and go to SmackDown. You have Ember Moon maybe come up to Raw to take Asuka's place on the Raw side. Uh you can build up towards next year's WrestleMania or another pay-per-view. Ember Moon versus Asuka, the two that just never have been able to meet, right? Like they they just haven't been able to get that ever since Ember Moon won, was given the championship. Uh, whatever happens, they just never get in the ring together. Uh, and, and you have a storyline sitting in your hands. Was that what you were thinking of? Uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking putting her on Raw. I was thinking okay. possibly even move her on SmackDown. And just um, shows up and she's not the uh, next challenger for Asuka. Like, you you came to the SmackDown side. I'm here now. Let's revisit well, this. Th- they also have the story from the Rumble uh-huh. where where she where she was eliminated, I believe, by Asuka. So you, you have that kind of built in story. And, and she makes a she makes a good contender out of the gate because I think Charlotte's moving over to Raw if she loses the belt to Asuka. Okay. So. Shohei Otani's first hit in L.A. I don't 
care about baseball was a grand slam. Grand slam. Uh, Speaking of grand slams, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. (laughs) I think, uh, man, do they give us what we want? Do we get the happy moment or, or is Gargano doomed to always fail in big moments? Oh, I mean, he has to win, right? Because yeah. otherwise, I mean, we have two firing angles going on right now. We have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens reinstated if they win. We have Johnny Gargano reinstated if he wins. He has to win. Uh, unless he gets the 205 call because they can't bring him to the main roster because Daniel Bryan does a better Johnny Gargano than Johnny Gargano right now. I know. That's the that's the weird thing. Unless I, you could always have Johnny Gargano on Raw just wrestling in the cruiserweight division. If you, yeah, if you but so I, th- I think he's going to be that 205 star if they don't bring up Ricochet. But I, I think Johnny Gargano wins this. I think he gets reinstated. I think they get the happy moment with Candice. I think the whole kit and caboodle there. And it's possible this goes on last, too. Yeah, I would think I would think it would have to. Uh, if Johnny Gargano is winning, I think it goes on last. Yeah. And and yeah, it would be a fantastic way to finish the show. Um because if you just have, I know Andrade Cien almost beat Johnny Gargano at Royal Rumble weekend, and it was the last match on the show, and it was one of the best matches I've ever seen. And you can have that, uh, you know, end the show. I don't know if you do it two pay-per-views in a row where Andrade just beats Aleister Black, and then that's the way you go off the air, like getting everyone hyped for WrestleMania. You want people to be so hyped for WrestleMania because they're coming off of an amazing event, and I think the best way to do that is have Johnny Gargano go on last and beat Tommaso Ciampa. I agree. I think Johnny Gargano gets the win and we'll see uh, where it ends up happening on the show. Uh, your NXT title match is Aleister Black challenging Andrade Cien Almas. These two wrestled on uh, WrestleMania weekend one year ago in a nothing of match. It might have been Aleister Black's debut, right? Yes. Yeah. So now here they are one year later in the main event for the NXT title. Andrade Cien Almas, the MVP of NXT over the last year. Now he's finally getting recognized for it. Uh, this is a big one. Do we see this going straight forward? Do we see Andrade Cien Almas getting a clean victory? Do we see Aleister Black getting a clean victory? Or could something else happen? What are you thinking? Something else. Well, Drew McIntyre sitting around here. Drew McIntyre. Oh. I don't think they bring him back to NXT. Would that be big enough? Would the Drew McIntyre return even be that big enough? Like, I, I think people want to see a match and a, and a clean result here more than they would want to see Drew McIntyre come back and actually like interfere. Right. I, I think, I think Zelina interferes. Well, of course, because that's her move. That's her thing. Um, but other than that, I think it's straight ahead. I think okay. probably almost retains almost retains. I'm going to go with almost retaining as well. Um, it's a cool story because Andrade lost the match a year ago. Now as the champion. He wins it. Or it would be a cool story, too, if Aleister Black, you know, beat him last year, beats him again this year, but much higher stakes. I don't know. It just depends on where NXT wants to go this year, because this is a fork in the road right here. There are two different years for NXT if Aleister Black is the champion right now versus Andrade Cien Almas being the champion right now. Uh, So whatever they want to do for their year comes down basically to what happens in the main event of this match. But that is NXT TakeOver scale of one to ten. How much do you think this show will deliver? Oh, uh, nine at least. Yeah. Nine is the floor for me because I mean, look, I, I, it's going to be hard to top that Philly NXT. Yeah. 
Uh, I will not be as drunk, I don't think, this time. Okay. <laughs> I'm still, That's a good thing for everybody, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. We're in New Orleans. We, <laughs> uh, a city built on booze and, mm-hmm. and other things. Um, but no, look, these things are always great. And then I, I go, I watch them live, and then I come and I watch them on TV because I want to see everything that I missed. So, I mean, these things are always can't miss, so I can't wait. Yeah. All right, we'll see how that uh, NXT takeover goes. I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm going to have to watch it on the delay because I'm not even going to be home until like an hour after the show has started. So I will uh I will be catching up to it uh and catching up to everyone else watching it. But then we got the main event Sunday. And I am not doing a thing on Sunday, but staying home, watching the Masters and watching the Masters roll in to a 2-hour pre-show for WrestleMania that is going to feature 3 matches. Jeff, of the three matches on the pre-show, you are most looking forward to which? Uh, the 205 live title match. Cruiserweight championship match, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. I think deep down, we we all knew this was going to happen on the pre-show, right? But were you still bummed when you saw that it was announced for the pre-show? Very. I think they. I think 205... The, the only saving grace of this is it's going to get airplay on USA. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. anybody watches USA for the pre-show. I really don't. I think that's over, especially with the Masters being on. Masters will still be going on. Now I'm, yes. Now I'm a little angry. but uh. the Masters will still be going. Watch it on your phone. Hopefully you'll have yeah. good cell service there. I mean, were you at the last uh, New Orleans WrestleMania? You weren't, No, right? I was not. Yeah, no. I didn't think so. I think we did a show uh, that night, didn't we? Yes. I think we did. I, I think, think so. we did. Um, I think that was our first Are you doing a show this Sunday? No, nah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, you're going to be at the show. It, it depends on how, uh, I mean, this is going to be a long thing. Rich, start- Rich, Rich, Rich is going to be in LA. Joe's going to be probably traveling Wherever. back to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, Joe, Joe's going, I think. He's, I don't think he's going to mania. I think he's leaving he town not, before he that. may not be anyway. Uh, it's going to be a long event cause it's starting at five yes. might end at 1130 or midnight. I mean, this is a long, long I got- show brunch from 11 to two. Yeah. It's going to be long. Seven, uh, <laughs> seven, seven to seven and a half hours, uh, that I'll but just be watching this thing. I think it does a disservice to the cruiserweight title to have it on the pre-show. Okay, I do. Yeah. I, and that's just me. I, I would much rather you cut some matches two years in a row. Pre-show. Just cut, yeah. Just cut matches. Cause, cause there's something look as great a match as they're going to have. Ooh. It's going to be in front of a half full arena because if even if the, if, if the Superdome last time was any indication, yeah. uh, it, their security is going to be slow as molasses getting people into that building. Mm-hmm. So the only, yeah. the only issue I take with the cut matches aspect is I don't know what match you cut because you can't, I mean, if you were cutting the battle Royals, it wouldn't matter because they're on the pre-show too. Other than that, and I think everyone's shouting right now. Oh, the U.S. Championship match. Who cares? But so really, I don't know, man. <laughs> I I don't know what match you would cut. This is one of the more stacked WrestleMania or pay per view cards in general uh, that I've ever seen. Like from you know top to I'd bottom, cut, I'd cut commercials and I'd cut. Okay. <laughs> you know, you cut entrances. You cut the concert that they're gonna have. You cut the the superfluous crap that nobody's going to care about you know the 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 ads about all the community stuff that they did during WrestleMania week in New Orleans with you know all, all that stuff you know just get rid of the filler and you know you put that match back on there but uh 
for a winner. I'm picking Mustafa Ali here. I think Cedric Alexander's Chris Novembrino last week in your absence brought up a really good point that I hadn't thought about in that Cedric Alexander is playing almost disingenuous babyface here. So I think Cedric may snap after that, but I th- I have Mustafa Ali and I think it's a good pick. All right. I, I'm going to go with uh, Cedric Alexander. I think it's his time. I love Mustafa Ali. I really wish he would get this moment. I think the moment for him is just being, I mean, hell, you're in the Superdome wrestling at WrestleMania two years ago. You didn't know if you were in a wrestle indies anymore. Right. Right. And now he's wrestling at WrestleMania. I, I think all these, oh, Mustafa Ali deserves the moment. The moment he's getting is wrestling at WrestleMania. I don't think he's too unhappy about that. Uh, but Cedric Alexander is the guy that throughout the months with the whole Enzo Amore situation, this guy kept getting screwed out of title matches that he was supposed to have and never got a title shot. I think a cool story here is the fact that Cedric Alexander not only earned this title shot, uh, even when he was the number one contender already, but now he finally gets the match that he's been waiting for. And I think Cedric Alexander wins. He's going to be your 205 live champion. And Mustafa Ali, unfortunately, will probably not be in the title mix afterwards because you're going to get an influx of talent to, to 205 live. And Mustafa Ali will be going back to the Jack Gallagher role of uh, just filling in match time on 205 and Raw. Yeah, we can always hope for, for a better reboot. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, Baron Corbin is in this one. They're certainly trying to make it seem like he's going to win it again. He won't. I don't think so, but who the hell does? Um, It's going to be one of uh, two or three returning stars. I could see Drew McIntyre in this role, but I think they're going to save him for Raw. Okay. Or SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, Big Cass is a possibility here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Reintroducing mm-hmm. him. I'm going with Samoa Joe. You think he's going to? Oh, well, huh. he will wrestle on the show. I do not believe it will be in this Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Okay, so you have him as Braun's partner. I have him still as Braun Strowman's partner. I have Jeff Hardy winning the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. Okay, I could go with that. I could see them giving it to Big Show as a kind of a plug for this Andre documentary. Oh, yes, yes. Big Show coming out. Big Show winning this one. Uh, Because he has not won it yet, right? No, he won the first one. Did he win the first? Oh, did he? I thought Cesaro won the first one. Uh, you might be right. I Big, thought he show, had won, though. Big Show won a battle royal, but it was before the Andre. Uh, because the Andre, I think the first one was Cesaro at the WrestleMania 30. Remember, he eliminated Kenta or Hideo Itami. Um, at one battle, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Uh, if he's, I'm gonna look up the uh, Andre. He won. He won the second battle royal. Did he? he remember? Because okay. he, I remember. Yes, being that's angry right. That he that he eliminated. Uh, he eliminated Itami. He eliminated Itami, yeah. and he eliminated Mizdow. In the final, Mizda. that's yeah. right. I am, it is coming back to me. And then Baron Corbin won right. And then last year it was Gronk's friend. Who yeah, won. Mojo. That's right. Um, but you're right. Cesaro won the first one. Cesaro won Boy, the first did one. Do a lot, did that do a lot for him? Right. But it was in this very building. It was in New Orleans. It was at the Superdome. Uh, so maybe, maybe Cesaro enters it. He's in the tag team title picture. Maybe he enters it just for that. Uh, you, I can see all four former winners being in this one. Uh, if I have to pick a name, I'm going Jeff Hardy. I don't know how they get there, but I'm going Jeff Hardy. Okay. And uh, maybe Jeff and Matt are the final two, and they go at it, and Jeff Hardy is somehow suckered in. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, women's Battle Royal, uh, formerly the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. Uh, you have Bailey and Sasha in this one. Uh, probably going to come down to those two, yes? I was thinking that. Um, I still think there's a chance that there's a third party and that Bailey and Sasha screw themselves in some way, and that... If that happens, my pick is Mandy Rose. 
But I'm thinking something along the lines of WrestleMania four with Brett and Bad News Brown. I think Bailey wins this and Sasha smashes the trophy over her to start that feud. Okay, that's also what happened with Cesaro. Yes. Yeah, Jack Swagger, that that uh that hoodlum beating up Cesaro with the Andre trophy. Um, I like the uh, I like the Big Show call out though. Big Show returning, winning the uh, winning the battle royal. That very well may be the pick. Um, women's battle royal. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks getting the victory, and that will be the true end of the Bailey Sasha Banks friendship. Okay. Uh, that is your pre show. Those three matches right now, unless they add another one, I I could still see one more match getting bumped from the main show depending on when they time it out. You always have that, right? You always have the timeout uh, of the show. And then we're like, oh, we're just a little short. We're a little short. We're going to have to throw uh, the U.S. championship four-way on this. That's fine. That would be the one to put on the pre-show then. Let's talk this U.S. championship fatal four-way. Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev uh, finally getting the chance on Rusev Day uh, for the United States championship. Rusev earning this match because of his merchandise sales. And well-deserved. I mean. Well, sure. If they were smart, they'd belt him here, but they're not going to. Well, that they're going to let Randy Orton have his moment and have people cheer. So it's going to be Randy Orton's going to retain. I would go with uh, I would go with Randy Orton uh, retaining as well. Just hitting uh, maybe I'm thinking like seven, eight minutes tops and Randy Orton just RKO's everyone goes crazy and you get the big Randy Orton win. Mm -hmm. I mean, Randy Orton just wins these matches. He wins these types of matches. I am looking forward, though, to the Superdome screaming Rusev day. Oh, hell yeah. What is it? 60,000 people in there? 50,000 people all screaming Rusev day? Oh, that'd be cool. You'll be one of them. And and the pop that Aiden English is going to get when he (laughs) sings that song. We have, uh, God, every single match. When the hell are you supposed to pee? When's When's the bathroom break? The music? Kid Rock, probably? Yes. Oh, my gosh. But Kid Rock may be leading into something. Let, let's talk about that, in fact, because right now we have not seen The Undertaker on TV. You are getting an Undertaker-John Cena match. It is happening. John Cena is going to be... I, I like this idea, first of all, right? Um, Undertaker hasn't appeared on TV. You had the weeks and weeks of build, uh, of build. This is a pay-per-view that's so loaded that you don't need a John Cena match to sell it. You know he's going to be there. He's going to be in the, he's gonna be in, the uh, in the crowd, probably, for much of this show. And there'll be a cool little uh, sight to see John Cena. Like every between every match, you're just going to cut to John Cena enjoying the show, talking with people um, before we get into what might happen to get to this match. What have you thought about the buildup of John Cena Undertaker? And what do you think about the fact that we have not seen Undertaker on TV yet? I like it. I'd love it if they don't even pay it off. I think that'd be fantastic. And not have a match? No match? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just just Cena sitting there all night. Um, But I like it. I I. We we discussed this last week as well. I it is brave of them not to have Undertaker come out if he's going to be at Mania. I mean, I know you don't need the final push for tickets, but you kind of need that calm reassurance for some of the kids at least that Undertaker is going to be there, and they didn't give it. So I well, I find this to be a bit of a bold move on their part. It's a little bold, but also because you have the network now, and people do this monthly. It's not like they're trying to shell out hundred dollars for a WrestleMania pay-per-view. People are probably already subscribed. You might get a couple of extra buys with other matches and you might get the intrigue, but you can take risks like this and they might not even be that massive of a risk. 
you can do the cool little segment where John Cena is in the crowd all night. And then you have Kid Rock. If Kid Rock is actually going to perform songs, you have him perform songs. And then, oh, all of a sudden you have American Badass playing. The lights go down and Undertaker comes out. And now Undertaker's in the ring and John Cena's in the crowd. Takes off the shirt, gets has the gear on, gets in the ring, and there's your match. Unadvertised, because technically it's an unadvertised match. John Cena, Undertaker, happening, you know, in that in the second to last hour of the show. Like near the last hour of the show. John Cena Undertaker. It's a cool little uh a TV segment. I mean, that would be a cool idea. I'm of the opinion it won't be a real match. I'm of the opinion okay. that Undertaker would come out and tombstone him, pin him, leave, and it sets up for the undertaker's finale next year in New York. I think I, I I've heard, well, maybe he just comes for the stare down. I don't think it would be that. I don't think they could be that brave. If undertaker's there, he's going to do a couple of moves, nothing fancy. And then set up for next year. But I think, or, I think it'll be quick or you don't even have a match. And undertaker's last match was Roman. Okay. And he, he just he just does the choke slam tombstone, whatever you want to John Cena, leaves him laying, and like that's why I didn't accept your challenge. You're right. not important to me. I'd take that too. I'd love that. But it, it's a cool storyline to last throughout WrestleMania. I, I like that they're doing this. I, I you know, you didn't have to advertise this match. There's plenty of others. I mean, hell, the crowd was already guaranteed to be there because of Cesaro and Sheamus defending the raw titles. <laughs> Cesaro and Sheamus going up against Braun Strowman and a partner. My partner pick is Samoa Joe. Okay. That's on my list. I mean, I, I had about five guys, six guys, most of whom were he can't also tag with five or six guys. I mean, he can't, it, that would be unfair to the bar, Jeff. Don't, don't take that literally. You know what I mean? That um, would be unfair. I'm all I about fairness. I still think the pick here is Elias unless okay, yeah. he's doing some dumb thing with the rock well, where he comes out <laughs> yeah. and does a concert and gets choke slammed or rock bottomed. But I still have, uh, you know what? I have Elias here and I have Elias eventually turning on Braun and either Braun kills him and throws him on top of one of the bar or just power slams him after the match. Cause I don't think he wins the tag team titles. They have to find a way out of this. And I, as we've seen on Monday, Comedy seems to be okay with Braun Strowman now. Yeah. Brain Strowman can come and make an appearance. Braun, Braun, Ray Dudley. What do you think of the off the board pick that Bray Wyatt might be the partner? Um, I don't, I don't like Brian. Maybe. I mean, they have history together. Yeah. They, they very well could. I, I, I still like I still like Ellsworth, but I yeah, don't. <laughs> that's not going to happen. I mean, there's a lot of mystery here because you can have whoever is the partner. All the other surprises are going to end up in the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, Big Show could Correct. be the partner. Like Braun Strowman took Big right. Show out, now Big Show's back, and he's going to force Braun Strowman to reckon with him because they're tag team partners now. Okay, something's going to happen. The idea to me is: Does Braun Strowman get a partner of his choosing, or does someone just show up? Like Braun Strowman's in the ring and someone just shows up because Braun Strowman has to have the partner, right? It doesn't matter if he picked him or not. Someone just has to be there. Um, or, but if I, Kurt says, or if Kurt says, you're tagging with my son, here's Jason Jordan. Uh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about Jason Jordan. I think Kurt Angle did too. Uh, wasn't that, because uh, Kurt Angle, the whole, uh, the whole start 
of the program with Kurt and Rhonda against Triple H and uh, Stephanie. Stephanie was running down, you know, how many kids do you have, Kurt Angle? And Kurt Angle gave the real number, like poor mm-hmm. Jason Jordan. And not any, not one of the kids. Kurt Angle forgot about him already. I don't, I think they, uh, they don't ever mention that again. When Jason Jordan comes back, I don't think he's going to be the Kurt Angle son anymore. Does Braun win the tag titles? I believe he does, yes. I believe Braun okay. and his partner win the tag team titles. And then they'll be tag team partners who don't get along, and eventually they'll go on one-on-one, and someone else, there will be a tournament to determine the new tag team champions. And that's when Authors of Pain show up. Okay. That's what happens. Oh, man, I'm going to lose my place. There's 18,000 matches on this show. Uh, let's go Intercontinental Championship. The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Uh, hell of a match on Raw, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Great match. Um, and now you add the Miz to it. <laughs> like Michael Cole is like, what an amazing match. And now you add the Miz to it. It's going to be three times better. It will be good. I really think it'll be good. It's not going to be what it was on Raw. No, it won't. Um, and I think the Miz is going to find a way to win this because I think they're going to have the ceremony. You know, I broke the record, make the big deal or whatever. Oh, I am. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely think Miz is winning. Yeah, I think the Miz finds a way. I think it'll be a great match. I think Miz will hold his own. I don't think he's going to he's not going to impress someone like uh, our boy five stars, but uh, <laughs> I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be more than OK. It'll be a real good one. Um we uh, do we, who do we have winning the U.S. Championship? Randy Orton, right? Yes. All right, Randy Orton. Uh, let's go to the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Uh, the other former Wyatt members, Harper and Rowan, going up against the New Day, up against the champions, the Usos. It is a triple threat tag team match. At one point on this show, we had so many triple threat matches, like it mm-hmm. was unreal. Thankfully, they added Rusev to the four way. Uh, for the U.S. title, because otherwise, too many triple threats. A triple threat per hour we were going to have. Uh, the Usos are the best tag team going in WWE today. Never thought that would happen. This That heel turn did them wonders, and now they're big baby faces again. Uh, is it time for the Bludgeon Brothers to issue in or usher in a new era for the SmackDown tag team division? No. I, I think uh, I'm happy that this did not turn into the rumored TLC match that we thought we might be getting. Nope. No TLCs for um, these guys. Because it makes the latter match on NXT special, right, in my all, opinion. And also, try to keep Harper and Rowan healthy for a year, right? I mean, stop trying to get these guys hurt. They're never on the same page. Harper's hurt. Rowan's hurt. They're never healthy at the same time. Try to keep these guys healthy for once, please. Right. Um, but I think the Usos win because the story's been they've never had a match on the main card at WrestleMania. Um, and I think the New Day will probably get shipped over to Raw. Oh, traded again. Yeah, because they're starting to talk about Superstar Shake-Up. It's happening soon. Could very well happen on the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, and they're merchandise and sports entertainment fiends, so Mm. put them on the main show. Put them on the main show, Jeff Hawkins, 2018. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, if the Usos do retain, and that right now we only uh, have one title change at this point, right? Braun Strowman, if he wins the tag team titles with his partner, Otherwise, we uh, we have a lot of retaining championships. Let's get to one where I don't think the champion will retain. And that's Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka made a uh, surprise appearance on SmackDown this week. Uh, face off with Charlotte. This one, uh, 
I think will get the most time of any of the women's matches, uh, except for the Ronda Rousey tag with Stephanie and Triple H. But this one could be real, real good if Charlotte brings her A game. Charlotte, Asuka, SmackDown Women's Championship. Asuka's got to win, right? I believe so. I think Asuka's going to win this. I hope Charlotte brings her A game, and I hope much like... uh... She has a bit of a velveteen dream thing in that if she gets excited, she can get sloppy at times, too. Um, I'm hoping for a really good match here. I'm hoping for a really strong one. I am going to go the extra mile. I'm going to say not only does Asuka win, but I think Carmella tries to cash in on her and fails. <laughs> well, that's going out on a limb. It's been the storyline, yeah. what, for a month? Well, but she's been cashing in on Charlotte. Oh, that's right. Yo, cashing in on Asuka. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gets kicked in the face. Okay. Yeah, well, something's got to happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're ever going to do with that. Like, she can't possibly win the title ever, right? She's just got to cash in and, and be done with. Be dismissed. Um, the, the idea I heard if she's going to win it would be she cashes on the Raw champ. And I could see that happen. Okay. Yeah, cash in on the other show. Superstar shakeup style. Uh, yeah, because your Raw champ might be, uh, y- you know... Nia Bliss or N- Nia Bliss, Nia Jax. Nia Bliss, wow. Yeah, Nia Jax going up against Alexa Bliss. Uh, I see a title change here. I think Nia Jax is squashing Alexa like a bug. I think it's happening quick too. I don't see a long match here. I see the storyline. Bundy line. SD Jones. That's, yeah. I, I said this a couple weeks ago. That's what I want. I want this in under 30 seconds. I want them in and out. Okay. Uh, Alexa Bliss doesn't need offense. No. She's a char- She's a character nope. and she can take this loss. It's It'll killer be dead. very... And, and it won't won't hurt her one bit. Yep. Squash her. Squash her. Mm-hmm. And then the next night mm-hmm. on Raw, you have Alexa Bliss and Mickey James beating up Nia. And maybe you have the Carmella thing happening. Maybe you have a threesome at that point. You have a yeah. you have a triple threat kind of action there with Carmella, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. And she plays into that kind of slot of being a, a mean girl as well. So, I mean, you can do that. Yeah, very, very much, uh, very much could see that happening. Uh, and now we, I mean, at this point, we get into the meat of WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, we have, six hours later, we're in the meat of WrestleMania. I mean, <laughs> we're going to get some of these. I very well could see this match opening the main card. That's right. Opening the show for the WWE title, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, because uh, it would happen, you know, get in that building early, kids, because whatever first match you see, the first match of the show, I think, is going to be one of the five main events of the show. I think you're seeing AJ and Shinsuke for the WWE title open up WrestleMania in 20 to 25 minutes of a WWE title match that I have no idea. It's a toss up. Uh, Jeff, guide me here. Who is winning the WWE title match at WrestleMania? I'm having a bit of problem with this, too, because I am under the impression that I don't know if AJ Styles is staying on SmackDown. I think he'd be a guy that they'd want to put on Raw to see, yeah. you know, to, to kind of give that thing. But I don't, given the history of Vince's proclivities, I don't see them giving Shinsuke the title because he can't talk. And so I am going to go with AJ Styles eking out a win here and and being kind of a... a you know, the handshake at the end and everything like that. But I, I, I don't, I think it would be bold as hell to give the belt to Shinsuke. I would think it would be great to give the belt to Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. I just can't see them giving the belt to Shinsuke. I see WWE giving the belt to Shinsuke. Okay. I will take that. I have Shinsuke Nakamura winning, uh, in, in what hopefully will be 
you know, the the best match on this WrestleMania show, and I hope the crowd really gets behind it. But yes, I see Shinsuke Nakamura getting the win. Uh, AJ Styles very well may go to Raw in whatever superstar shakeup they do. Uh, I don't necessarily think Shinsuke has to be a champion for a long time either. I He could win this match, WrestleMania. You have the next pay-per-view uh, where now it is co-branded, and Shinsuke Nakamura very well could. Uh, maybe they have the rematch in the next pay-per-view he loses to somebody, whether it's Jinder Mahal, whether it's Baron Corbin, whether it's whoever <laughs> you put on the SmackDown. Well, who else could it be? Randy Orton? <laughs> no, well, my thinking was he loses the title and then goes into a U.S. title match with Randy Orton yeah. at some point as a quote-unquote reward. Very well, yeah. Because that's how they view it. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah, you're you're getting the big, you're getting the step up. Uh, we put you with AJ, but now you're really moving into the main event with Randy Orton. Yeah. For this U.S. belt. Um, it's a toss-up to me. Whatever, whichever way you go, it's a toss-up. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and that's part of the intrigue of the match. Not only is it this dream match that they keep building up, but who the hell's going to win? And and the I fact that we care. I don't think it opens though. I think I think the uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan match Ooh, opens. Okay, yeah, very well could be. Uh, you know, New Orleans, the site of Daniel Bryan's most famous night in WWE history, uh, winning the world title back in uh, back at WrestleMania 30. So yeah, you could open up with the Daniel Bryan's match. Uh, let's talk about that one. Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryan's first match in uh, in quite a long time. Uh, dealing with his concussion issues and whatnot. They're going up against Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Here's the second of the fired or hired storylines of WWE right now. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, if they win, they're reinstated. If they lose, they are fired forever and must return to Evolve Wrestling. <laughs> uh, not Ring of Honor, Evolve? Nope, Evolve. Yeah, they're they're sentenced to Evolve if they lose. That's part of the stipulation. You can. I'm reporting that exclusively. Uh, that is Does that part mean they have to appear at Access at 8 a.m.? Um, no, because uh, we don't know if they're going to be fired yet. Oh. So they'll they'll have to appear <laughs> in Rahway, New Jersey, or wherever the hell Evolve runs in New York uh, the next weekend. But no, uh, same as saying Kevin Owens. I mean, they've been doing this gimmick where they haven't been wrestling of late. They've just been showing up unannounced at shows and, and chanting and raving about being fired. Uh, so they've gotten some time off here. Uh, if Shane McMahon is healthy enough, if Daniel Bryan really wants to go out and judging by that uh, ending segment the other week, he wants to go all out. Uh, this is going to be a banger, man. This is going to be something. Yeah, and I am so looking forward to it. I think they can't help themselves. It's going to be 60,000 people chanting. Yes, oh, I think yeah. Daniel Bryan oh, gets big them time. here. And then we get the story of how they find their way back into the WWE somehow. I don't buy there's a thread going around that maybe this is maybe this is where we get a Shane turn to help reinstate them to help screw Daniel Bryan. Right. I don't see that. But where the hell that could be one of those, you know, how does this make sense things? Because he got beaten up so badly by these two. Like, I have one of those later. So, okay, let's keep going. <laughs> you, you can't turn Daniel Bryan right now. I mean, Daniel Bryan keeps talking about how these two are are super popular with him anyway, uh, two of the best wrestlers on SmackDown and you can, you could put them together if you want, but there's, there's the big logic hole of, Hey, Daniel Bryan got beaten up by these two also. Uh, so I, I don't know if I see anyone turning. I just, I see Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn pinning Shane McMahon. I think Shane McMahon takes the loss here. Daniel Bryan's at a loss. And then you can move Daniel Bryan into a program singly with, uh, with Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. I don't know what they do here. Uh, it's an intriguing result, obviously, because you don't know. And it could be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose, and then they're headed to Raw. Could be. I, I could see them. 
putting Kevin Owens on Raw and then having Sammy, the story of him trying to be a geek, trying to get back on SmackDown. Um, yeah, and I could see the, this breaking into Owens and Zayn not communicating well together and having a bit of a tiff, and that's what leads to the loss. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey wrestling up against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. This is a mixed tag team match. This is what Mixed Match Challenge was building to, folks. Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, the Shooters going up against the Authority, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, There is only one possible result here. Jeff, tell the people. No, you tell me. What's the one possible result? Uh, Stephanie pinning Ronda. (laughs) Wow. Only one possible result. The question I have is, does Ronda take a pedigree? I think she takes a pedigree. Oh, God, no. Well, Stephanie's pedigree. She's yes. taking a pedigree, but it's from Stephanie. I think she takes no. a pedigree. Do you? I, okay. I, I think Stephanie, she gets yes. at, she at, she at least gets the visual of tapping out Triple H to an arm bar when okay, this breaks down too. at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Rhonda eventually turns on Kurt oh, boy. in some way. Oh, not after I, that Raw segment, though. She took a table bump for Christ's sake. Let me explain. Oh, this is this is that thing you were talking about. This is this ah, is uh, gotcha. this is WCW esque booking here. Go for it. You know when we were sitting there that whole time, and they said they're gonna polish me up and make me a star, yeah. and everything like that. That mm-hmm. moment when they choke slam me through that table, that's when I had the realization they uh-huh. were right. Oh, okay. You know, that kind of story. I gotta play along. I gotta play along with the authority. I can't go up against them because I can't win. I gotta play along. Yeah. I can't win. And mm. they 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 control my career, Kurt. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. I had to do that to you. I had to get the loss. I think some well, celebrities always win. So but she's not a celebrity anymore, right? She is not, a regular. She's part of regular roster. Ah, I mean, yes. She's a regular that, in only, WWE. That's the only way I could see them having Ronda and Kurt's team, quote unquote, lose is if Ronda turns heel and becomes the corporate champion yeah. for them. Yeah. The, uh, the weird thing is ever since that Sting Triple H match, like with Triple H, I can never. Uh, you had Triple H beating Jinder Mahal in India. In India, Triple H beat Jinder Mahal. I don't bet against Triple H anymore. Triple H wins. If he's on the show, oh, he's the, he he's wins. Your John Cena, he's your John Cena now. Oh, my God. He's my John Cena. John Cena loses remember, now all the time. John Cena's a loser in my personal record book. You remember, like, for the first two years of this show, every pay-per-view, I can't bet against John Cena. He always yeah. wins. Well, now, that's I mean, tri- John Cena. Triple H. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely Triple H. And it'll absolutely be Stephanie McMahon, too. So I, I don't know if they have someone turn. Oh, what if, what if Ronda lays down for Stephanie? I could see the segment where she lays down, but it's only a trap to get the arm. Okay. Yeah. I, I could see something like that happen. I, I This is an intriguing match. The The thing is, you have to do something in this match to get on SportsCenter, right? There has to be a moment where Ronda Rousey, whether it's the pinfall and she wins or the submission and she wins, you're still trying to get that ESPN exposure, that mainstream exposure. Yeah. Uh, not just so much building up this match, but afterwards. Like Ronda Rousey wins her, her wrestling debut. Uh, that's why I think Ronda Rousey might win is for the press coverage after the fact, not just the hype going into the show, but after the fact. Okay. Be a tough one. I'm looking forward to it though. Uh, Kurt Angle, this might be the very first match since returning to WWE where he does not wrestle in a shirt. 
I think someone might die in this match. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, poor Charles Robinson. Oh, God. I just, I'm, I'm watching the, I mean, uh, I, I hope, I hope they have this planned out well. Do we get Scott Armstrong as the authority ref appearing on this show? Remember, I had never thought of that. Remember that whole deal? Scott Armstrong, yes. the personal authority ref. We haven't seen him in a while. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. I, I think little Nature's doing uh, Oscar and Charlotte more than likely. Oh, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know about that. I think I think our good friend Jason Ayers might be doing that one. Uh, oh, really? No, I think Jason Ayers does one of the uh, the SmackDown Charlotte and Oscar. I think he does that one. You never okay. know. You never know. But I wonder if we see the uh, Scott Armstrong, the personal services ref of Triple H. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Triple H and Stephanie get the win here. Don't know how they do it. But uh, Ronda, I could see winning if they want to do the the big segment of Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey having their arms raised for mainstream exposure. But yeah, Kurt I'm Angle. Also, I'm also I'm picking Kurt Angle getting screwed. Uh, more intriguing. Will Kurt Angle wrestle in a shirt at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter? Oh, uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I think we are coming up, sir, on the real main event of the show. Now let's uh, let's put an end. It's we've gotten all our go home shows. Is there any doubt in anyone's mind at this point still that Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is closing the show? Had this discussion about an hour earlier with Sean Ross Sapp. He seems to think no, but I, I have. What I the have, hell else could be? I don't know. I've repented. I've repent. I, I could see them putting on AJ and Nakamura last. Oh, God. I don't no. think they will. Oh, God. I don't no. think they will. There don't is zero percent chance on that one now, folks. Zero percent. I have repented. I think it's going to have to be Roman. It's got to be Brock Brock and Roman. Unless somehow you do this whole mystery thing with John Cena all night. And then the end of the show. And then at the end. Yes. Everyone thinks uh, the show is over. And then boom, Undertaker. The lights go out. Everyone thinks, oh, that's because the show's over. And Undertaker appears. And he says, get in this ring, boy. We got a main event to wrestle. After seven hours, hell no. Oh, God. <laughs> it would be poor timing, I think. Uh, but that's the only other option. I mean, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns is 99.82% closing the show this year. And let's face it, folks. What was it? WrestleMania 31, right? When Seth Rollins won the championship. Mm-hmm. That Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns match was so good. Yeah. It's going to be even better. I think it's going to be even hotter. I... Roman Reigns was getting Roman Reigns chance. Roman Reigns has the crowd kind of turning around on him. Uh, Very good segments. I feel with Brock Lesnar over the last couple of weeks on raw. Uh, I like the idea of this going on last. I think they'll put out an absolutely phenomenal show. I I wonder if WWE will give us some type of uh, some type of interference or screw job. I don't even know who it could be. It's some reason they just want to dick around with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Who knows? But I think Roman Reigns, to close out WrestleMania is holding the title above his head, vanquishing Brock Lesnar from WWE. Here is what I'm fairly certain on. Roman Reigns will kick out of three F5s. Three F5s. Oh, minimum three F5s. I think you're right on the money there. Because of because the Undertaker lost on the third F5. So we can bring in that's what beat the streak. Roman kicks out of the third F5. Okay. What I don't know is what you were saying. If there's going to be any kind of chicanery. Oh, chicanery. Love chicanery. In this match. Oh, I love it. Involving possibly Vince McMahon. Okay. 
Um, I don't know how heavy on the symbolism of Roman as locker room leader they may go into here. Because I, I heard an idea that was so ridiculous that that I don't even think they'd go this heavy on the cheese if Roman wins and the locker room comes out to celebrate with Roman Reigns vanquishing or, the part-timer. Or just I, all of the raw tag teams. Just, <laughs> Not the entire, just the raw tag teams. I don't even think they'd go that far. I think they're going to go straight ahead. Um, I found that go-home segment interesting because I'm like, Roman is just beating the hell out of him. How how are they going to get around this? And then, of course, the F5 on the title uh, helped. Because And that's uh-huh. that's the whole idea. You're talking about kicking out of three F5s, but the whole, I mean, that buildup, that right there was all it takes is one F5. Like the whole momentum of anything. Roman Reigns could punch Brock Lesnar all he wants. He could toss Brock Lesnar around all he wants. But Brock just has to get him up for one F5, and then the tables are turned. That could be the end of the match. That's what they're building. And he's gonna get he's gonna get one quick, kind of like oh, yeah. the uh, the Goldberg match. It's gonna be instant. Absolutely. Roman Reigns comes in for a spear, mm-hmm. F five, one, two, two and a half kick out. That's all it takes. That's how the match is gonna start. I almost can guarantee that. Uh but but this one, I uh, do the people buy in this time? I think so. I think so. And they did the first time, and there was a lot more anti-Roman Reigns bias on that show, too. And we didn't have Brock Lesnar putting the performances. I I think uh, what that match happened after the John Cena toss around, I believe. But other than that, um, I I don't know if we really were feeling Brock Lesnar that much. And here he is now. Brock Lesnar, you know he's going to go out there and just toss people around. I think the Goldberg Mm -hmm. match last year helped. And the whole Goldberg series helped. I think Roman being tossed around makes for an intriguing question of whether or not, much like last year's Mania, if Roman gets winded halfway through. Uh, well, I, that was part of the Undertaker too. I mean, there was there were other things going on there. Well, look, the Undertaker wasn't good, but Roman Reigns met him halfway. So Brock Lesnar, Dean Ambrose was a match that happened. Two years ago at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, I, I think I think we're going to go again with the coronation and mm-hmm. we'll see who they oh. put, who they who they put up against him to begin with. Yeah, probably Kane. Can't again. wait. <laughs> Can't wait for coronations. I love coronations. They're my favorite. Oh, so excited for coronations or Roman Reigns. I love it. But uh, yeah, so we're going to have surprises. I mean, I, I expect Jeff Hardy on the show somewhere. I expect Samoa Joe. Uh, Bray Wyatt, who knows? Bray Wyatt might be reincarnated into someone else. He, he did go through that lake of reincarnation. You mm-hmm. never know. Uh, what else about the weekend are you, are you really looking forward to? Or any final thoughts on WrestleMania weekend? It's a big time. You got NXT TakeOver. You got the Hall of Fame. Jeff Jarrett was there on uh, at SmackDown backstage meeting up with a bunch of people in Nashville. Uh, really looking forward to Jeff Jarrett's induction speech. Really looking forward to Mark Henry's induction speech. Mark Henry going into the Hall of Fame. This Hall of Fame has the potential to be one of the best run of speeches uh, in in many, many years. Yeah, I, I think so. I'll, I'll watch that on the network probably Monday morning as I'm recovering from, uh, from Mania and waiting for Raw. 
Uh, I am personally looking forward to on the Rev Pro Show, Minoru Suzuki versus Jeff Cobb. That is going to be a brutal, brutal match in so many ways. And I'm going to love it because that's Suzuki's only appearance of the weekend. Um, I am personally, for my taste, looking very much forward to the main event on the Shimmer Show of Nicole Savoy versus Mercedes Martinez. Um, I I have stand for Nicole Savoy on this show before. I, th- I love her swag. I think she's awesome. I loved trifecta as a unit. I think that match and the Tony storm match, uh, which is second from the top. Uh, I believe she's going against, Oh, she's going against Nicole Matthews. I th- that's going to be awesome as well. So I'm looking forward to those. Uh, progress is going to be a surprise for me because I bought tickets in advance thinking the South Pacific power trip we're going to be on and TK Cooper's not even on the cards at all. So that's a bit of a disappointment, but for those cards, for the most part, the British crowd is what makes those, those cards special to me. So I'll just, the atmosphere of all that will be great. Um, I don't think I'm going to pick up any shows here or there. I think that's going to be far enough. I'm just looking, and I'm also just looking forward to playing tourist in New Orleans for a while because I've never been. So I'll, you know, any recommendations of museums other than the World War II and maybe, you know, the Jazz Park, uh, send them my way. What if CM Punk is the partner? In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.